All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Geo Talks. We are here and we are uh, a couple of brother shorts. We are short the Joyner brothers, Jarrell and Riddell couldn't make it. So we have JT and Mike and myself here today. Uh, we are here to continue the savings talk. So if you missed last week, just a quick rundown was we have made this consensus that it is important to prioritize saving over paying off your debt at this current moment just because it's it's just best to have that stock you know not the stock but that build up of of money because you never know what's going on right now if there's another covid surge yeah maybe you made it through you weren't laid off you weren't furloughed at this current moment but while covid's still in the air and with so much uncertainty, it's good to just, while you have the opportunity, while these credit cards are um, giving you opportunities uh, to forbear your debt or to pay it at, a, at a, a lower interest rate, take advantage of those while you can and save up uh, in for emergencies. So leading into that, we said, well, what should I save for? We said, save for an emergency fund. How much is an emergency fund? About $1,000 is a good start. Uh, 500 if it's really hard to stretch it that far, but we definitely say $1,000, it can really knock out most uh, emergencies that, like sudden emergencies that happen. Um, so once you hit that, don't stop there, keep going, keep building it. The next step would be building your three to six month cushion. Three to six months of what? We say three to six months of your normal expenses, but even safer, three to six months of your income. Save, just so keep saving, keep saving, keep saving. And I think most of us said that we haven't even hit the six months mark yet. We're still growing our savings. So this is really just a talk to get started, but saving is a never ending process. All right, um, I think that's all we did last week, right? I think you covered it pretty well. Okay, um, so let me ask you guys, how have you guys been since our last talk? I've been good so far. Everything's been going pretty good on my end. I would agree. I would agree. I say everything's well. Can't complain. Good. Good. I, I, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I think a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about uh, unemployment and everything, and I mentioned I was furloughed. I've been working um, since the beginning of the month, so it's been about four weeks, and, I, and I, as much as I enjoyed not having to get up uh, day early in the morning unless I wanted to... I, I'm making it, and it's getting easier. As time goes on. I'm starting to get <laughs> to get back into the swing of things. So, so and, so and my dog. You were loving that pajama life. Oh my gosh! Yes, I was loving the fact that I could get up if I wanted to get up at seven and walk the dog, and then take a nap at ten o'clock. I can do that, <laughs> but now I can't. And Jenna, what's so great about this podcast and the things that we, you know, try to teach people and open their perspective is that. That's the life that we really want. So how do we get there? Right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And saving is that. Like saving is step one to that, really. Um, it's a, it's we sh we're just scratching the surface right now. You have to stick through our podcast and listen to keep growing as we grow and learn how to have what what did you call it, JT? That pajama living. I want that pajama I, life, yep. Yes. I want that pajama life. Like not when I'm 60. I want it like in a couple of like maybe five, 40, 45. Like, man, I want it while I'm in my 30s. 
I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That is ideal. I would really, really like that. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to put that out there. I would like to be retired before I hit 40 as well. I want to have pajama life, me and Manny and Kobe, and, and we're just scouring the earth and Jarrell too, if he wants to come along. But <laughs> <laughs> she done left Jarrell out there. Right. Was, okay, this one dog. Oh, there's two dogs. Oh, wow. No where's the, look, where's the third dog? Look. Right. <laughs> I'm not co-signing. He's going to come back and listen to this and be like, wait a minute. This is what happened. Like, Mike had my back. Mike did not co-sign. <laughs> I ain't in it either. <laughs> Take your position now, please. <laughs> Well, thanks for having my back, guys. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the savings talk. So um, we're going to start off, um, and I think this is where we left off about saving and how can you save. Uh, we started out just saying, um, pick, let's see, pick out small, like set a goal and then figure out how you can get there, okay? Um, but first off, what if you're like, okay, well, I want to save and I want to have it saved at the end of the month. How do we save quickly? Like sometimes people, it takes forever to save, but we, we really want to get this, the saving ball rolling, especially, especially if you have a short amount of time to get to where you want to get. So do you guys have any tips on how to save quickly or in a short amount of time? Uh, well, I, I can speak on my own experience. Um, before we purchased the house, in order to kind of get the ball rolling, we kind of just took a quick look of, uh, I, I can, I guess I call it like wasted money. Mm. Just money we were just throwing away real quickly and stuff like that and just automatically cut that off. I know at one time our biggest spending was food mm -hmm. just going out uh, consistently. And then we definitely had to cut that off and that put a whole bunch of money in our pockets just kind of went through the list okay this isn't what is going to help us get to that goal so we just cut off a whole bunch of stuff mm -hmm. um and then started picking days like hey you know instead of doing it every day every other day maybe we can do go here every two to three weeks and only spend this amount of money when we do go that way we can keep uh maintain our, our budget and our goal to which we want to reach to purchase the house and stuff mm -hmm. I would agree, man. Uh, those some good tips. Uh, I've actually used that method myself, <clears throat> as well as you know, like you ever like went to your bank account and you know, like you see all these subscriptions and I can't remember what the service is and I'm not like advocating or promoting as a service, but it was some type of app or something out there that I think I got a couple of years ago and you like you log your bank account information in and it'll just like pull out all of the subscriptions that you have and you're like what <laughs> i think I it's one called uh true blue and then it's mint yeah and, and it was like, something else yeah and when you look at it you're like am i really subscribing to all of this a month you know yeah. and then you know because you say 3.99 okay cool 9.99 okay i'm balling you know what i'm saying 12.99 cool but when you put all that together and you'd be like it'd be like 127 dollars a month you'd be like what See, and, and that's how they get you. They make so many subscriptions to, to where you paying an actual cable bill now. Yes. <laughs> you would try to get away from it. Yes. Yep. So true. Yes. Let's, let's not even talk about that YouTube TV subscription, though. Like, that. <laughs> that's a cable bill all by itself. That was Man, too I, I almost got pulled into that. I'm glad I did. 
it was it was too expensive to me. Like for me, psychologically, I feel better paying a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit there than mm -hmm. a lot here. Even mm -hmm. though what I may pay may add up to that, it's just psychologically. Like I don't I don't I don't want to give one person all of that when I just spread it out, you know, spread it well. <laughs> but very, very, very good point. Another thing um, that I actually just started doing, and it wasn't even me, it was it was Simone. So uh, if y'all been listening, I'm not a natural saver at all. I'm a natural spender, but I'm not a frivolous spender. Uh, I spend on family, you know what I'm saying, things, things like that. But Simone is a natural saver all day long. So I had a lot of clothes in my closet from like high school and you know what I'm saying, other years that I done got a little bigger. Like I done got a little fat. I don't know if it's corona weight or what it is, but I got a little a little bigger. So I can't fit a lot of the shirts that I used to have. Very nice shirts. No, Jenna, they didn't shrink. <laughs> I unshrunk. <laughs> so um she actually we went i believe last week it's this place uh i forgot the name of it where you can kind of sell some of your you know clothes like like a consignment shop so you know we sold some huh play-doh's closet i think that I, I think that was it mm -hmm. um so uh you know just certain things like that you know not just advocate for them but like say if you have like a garage sale or just we all have something in our home that we probably don't need, we'll never use again, but we just want to hold on to it, whether it be for sentimental value or just because we don't want to get rid of it. And it's something that we can get rid of. Somebody else will actually purchase from us and it will help us, you know, toward our savings goal. It'll help boost that savings goal. And at the end of the day, once we get that money, we're going to feel like we actually needed whatever it was we sold. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really true. I know just me looking around, at the things that are in my apartment, I could definitely stand to get rid of some things. And I've been thinking about, um, we, we're pretty good about saving, but I would really like to like ramp up my saving, um, especially since I wasn't making an income, I'd really cut back on it, but I used to save a lot more. And now I've been spending more and saving less, and I really wanna get back to it. And I have to like, I feel like I need to do, uh, a purge of my habits and just completely cut out everything just so I can get as much back into the habit of holding on to it rather than just pushing it all out. So, I mean, if that's what it takes for you guys to really just like purge out all the excess and then see what, what comes of it. Um, I also know that there is, tell me if you guys know the name, let me know. There is an account that you can sign up for, but it may not be free just gonna put that out there i'm not sure but um you can it'll take out it'll round your money up to the dollar and then put a certain amount into savings or investments um i'm speci speaking specifically on saving though did you referring to it's an app called acorns it's similar to that yeah I don't know if that's what you're talking about though i think it's the but i think I that's, have, that's digit I've, I've used digit before mm -hmm. um and it was something like that like it would pretty much just automatically take money out your account sporadically based on how much was in there mm -hmm. and it would just save it so it'll just be like one of those deductions like a subscription that you don't even realize like mm -hmm. okay you got a thousand in there cool i'll take 12. you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying you got a hundred cool i'll take four 
and yeah. at the end of the month it just kind of wraps it up and you can put it toward like credit card bills or you can put it back in your account if you want to mm -hmm. but it just kind of sporadically withdraws. you talking about something like that yeah um it wasn't sporadic i think what it was it's a particular banking uh bank that does it and uh they every time you spend money so let's say i go to starbucks and i spent 7.83 on um at starbucks the other 17 cents gets just put into a savings account with the same bank and so every time you spend it rounds up to the dollar and puts it into the savings account yeah i think it may be acorn um i know there's another another account that puts it into investing too and i don't want to get it mixed up mixed up but that's definitely another way that you can save it's just saving without looking but that's definitely pennies on the dollar literally pennies on the dollar is just an extra way to save if you're just trying to like find every resource you can to save that could be an option selling just random stuff that you have just to get the cash up is always an option finding a side hustle is always an option um just like jt was saying cutting out the excess spending like going out to eat and um what what else? What else? <laughs> I know, I know another, another thing I stopped doing. Um, I don't swipe my card anymore. Like Ooh. I've actually stopped doing that. Yeah. Because um, I'm big on swiping my card. So and it, it, I do it so easily to where I don't think about it. So I stopped actually carrying it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and what I plan on doing is, all right, at the end of the month, when there's a certain amount of money left in it, uh, I might put it extra towards a credit card or something like that. Um, but just to help save, because I've been trying to do more leftovers at work and stuff like that instead of buying lunch and stuff like that. So it's been doing, it's been going good so far. Yeah. Do you, so when you have to buy something, do you do cash or you still use your card? Yeah, but it's so it's, it, it's, it's a cash. Oh, and then okay. and then that keeps me from wanting to do it because I really hate giving up cash. Okay. <laughs> like that helps me out because I'm like I don't want to break this twenty. <laughs> like, That's a good I think point. I, I think I'm good. It's kind of like the envelope system in a way, like a kind of different version of it. Yeah, because that card, you don't feel no emotional attachment at all. It'd be like twenty nine nine. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but when you pull out them bills, you be like, nah, buddy, I'm good. I'll, I'll take some my, water. I'm going to get my $7 and one cent back. <laughs> you start counting it. <laughs> my penny. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, and, and if you guys notice a theme in what we're saying is while we're also talking about saving, we're also talking about spending habits. And one thing that you can, that's always the best way to know how much you should save or how much you can save is always, 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 always starting a budget first. Um, that way you can look at how much you're actually making and how much you actually have to put out. And then from there you say, okay, this is what I need to spend my money on and the, the rest of the things I can cut out. So going into that with your budget, you have to identify your needs versus your wants. So um, taking it back to elementary, elementary school, uh, what is your need? Your need are things that you have to have to survive to make it through like uh, your house, your rent or your mortgage, uh, groceries, and not, not talking about all kinds of groceries. If you can cut back and get the groceries that you need to have, that you, that you need to, to sustain, 
Don't get like the bag of chips. Don't get the extra Oreos. Don't get that extra pack of gum. Just because it's from the grocery store doesn't mean it's always groceries. That's another thing about identifying your wants. Do you want it or do you need it? What helps you sustain your utility bills? All of those things are all needs, but like the wants, it's just like JT was saying, like going out to eat. You don't have to go out to eat. You do need to eat food, but you could always use that money towards groceries instead. And then when you want to go out to eat and you're ready for that, that's a, that's definitely a want. It's not something you have to do. And it's and um, so I wanted to ask you guys, do you what do you see are common needs and wants that are flipped? Like wants that are mistaken as needs. Uh, one big thing is uh, I need a thousand dollar phone. <laughs> like yes, yes, we need some form of communication, especially if you have a job of any sort. But you don't need no thousand dollar phone. Mm. You probably don't even three. Probably don't even need a three hundred dollar phone. Mm. You know, especially nowadays, even some of the, I guess you could say, dumber smartphones can still do what you need it to do, um, mm. and get you through whatever you need to get through. Email, text, call, and stuff like that. Um, I mean, you, you, you don't necessarily need a TV, but let's say if it's, if you consider it a need, you don't need like a 4k TV. You don't need this type of TV. You don't need this type of computer. Like it, it's, it's learning to look around and see, okay, what, what does this bare minimum spec sustain my life? And if it does, cool, I don't need the excess. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and especially now nowadays with people who've gotten furloughed and stuff like that, I know in the previous podcast I was talking about, you know, a lot of things that can help you determine, especially if you've been laid off, your needs versus wants is the, when you look around your house or your apartment, do you have a lot of stuff that's not helping you pay your bill? Mm -hmm. If your apartment is full of stuff and you sitting there worried about paying your bill, then that means you have a lot of wants and not a lot of needs. And it's probably best to go to like, you know, I've used Facebook market plenty of times. And at first I wasn't all for it, but with my experience has been pretty good. You might want to start selling that stuff. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's in a, you in a time crunch, you need to start getting rid of stuff that you don't need. That's been there collecting dust mm -hmm. or it was just a, a, a impulse spend or impulse buy and just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Great point. <clears throat> Great point. And I think there's one thing that kind of came out of the whole pandemic, you know, because, uh, you know, how we think we need this and we think we need that. And, you know, oh, I've been I've been doing pretty good this week. Let me go treat myself to this. Whatever that treat may be. Everybody got their different treats. Right. So whatever your 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 treat is, I've been working hard. I deserve this. You know what I'm saying? And you go treat yourself. And then, you know, pandemic hit or money get tight. It only have to be a pandemic. Money can just get tight. And, you know, that need or well, what you thought was a need is no longer a need. It's like, you know what? I may need to wait a couple of weeks before I treat myself. I don't think I can do this every week. You know, maybe I can push it back. And then when you push it back, then you realize, you know what? I didn't even need to do it every week. Like, I can actually do it once a month. I can actually do it twice a month. You know, but just taking that step back to kind of analyze things and it's hard to do it when you are not having a problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when you are having a problem, it's easy to do it because that's the first thing that your mind resorts to is survival mode. What mm -hmm. do I need to survive? But um, so I think is, you know, getting into the habit of kind of training your your mind that even though I'm not in a position where I have to 
cut back, sometimes it's good to train yourself or to at least identify what you can cut back on just because if you have to, it'll just make it much more easier. And I mean, wouldn't you like to cut back because you want to versus you being forced to? Like, yeah. You know, so that's just me. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I mean, that's a that's a good point. And I I have a question just for the audience. So totally rhetorical, but if you guys want to answer this, I already have my answer. Is have you reexamined your needs or versus your wants uh, during the pandemic while your situation has changed? And I know for me, I think I said it a little bit earlier. I definitely need to. Um, re-examine my needs versus my wants um, and nothing's like it's not bad right now but now it's like I, I it's good to get that mindset changed um, and reassess it's always good to to reassess while things are going good I think that was a really good point Mike so yeah so just people out there listening think about that have you re-examined your needs versus wants and reassess how you're budgeting things um, and if you haven't started budgeting, it's time to start up that uh, examination of your needs and wants so you can get started, so you can save and build up that money when you don't need it. So when it, you do need it, it's there. and You don't have to worry as much. And it could be for the littlest of things. You know, people with cars, every couple of years or so, you have to get new tires. And depending on the kind of car you have, it can go from uh, a, a couple of hundred dollars to $800, you know, it, it really just depends. Do you really want to sit here and say, oh, I can't get new tires be and they're bald, but it's just because I have to get the $800 right out of my check that's coming up on Friday? No, no one really wants to do that. Wouldn't it be so much nicer if you said, oh, I have to spend $800, but it's over here waiting for me because I saved up for my tire fund. So my check that's coming on Friday can still be spent on the things that I budgeted it for. It's not surprising. You That's what planning and foresight and re-examining your budget, all of that goes in ha hand in hand and helps you build up your savings to be the best that they can be. Um, so that's pretty much our savings talk, but I wanted to kind of circle back with you guys. Um, we're filming or recording this on November 4th. So yesterday was election day and I wanted to just get a quick like, how was your polling experience? Just really quick, just wanted to know how you guys did at the polls. Don't don't tell me who you voted for. Just how was your polling experience? Well, I voted for not playing. <laughs> but um, so I live in Alabama, so um, I've been here for about a year, so I'm no longer in Mississippi, so everything is different, right? You know, states, different counties, whatever. Uh, so I was actually able to uh, do an absentee ballot, you know, but uh, instead of getting it mailed to me i actually went down to the precinct last week um to the voting office last week and uh stood in line i got there about eight eight o'clock or maybe eight fifteen. i was there for about 30 minutes uh simone and i went and we just kind of went in there um you know uh, we had an application to fill out but we pre-filled it out printed it out and everything took it to them and um they gave us our ballot and we just kind of sat down, it was a paper and we filled it out. We put it in, inside of an envelope, inside of another envelope, mm -hmm. right? And sealed mm -hmm. it off and gave it to them and that was it. You know, so that was our voting experience. It took us about 30 minutes and that was it. I did not want to wait until election day because I don't like lines or people and people and lies. <laughs> so that was, that was the best uh, option for me. Good. Um, 
Well, for me, um, it was really quick. We have early voting. I'm in Texas and we have early voting and it was all throughout the month of October. So uh, I voted on the 25th of October and it was a Sunday. It was open from 11 to four. There were people there, it was a slight line, but it really didn't take very long. And it was right across the street because I live across the street from a college and it was done right on the college campus. It was the easiest voting experience I've ever had so far in my life, my, sh <laughs> my short voting life. Um, so yeah, it was a very easy voting experience. What about you, JT? Did you have a pretty smooth voting experience? Uh, my experience is pretty good. Oh, first off, y'all hear something in the background. Noah's getting his nose cleaned out and he's very fussy about that. <laughs> so forgive me on that part. Um, <laughs> it was a good experience, man. It took less than 10 minutes. And I actually voted on, uh, I didn't vote early. I voted on the actual day. And I mean, I was I left work at like two o'clock, and I was prepared to be there for an hour because my one of my coworkers was in line for like an hour and thirty minutes, um, and I've seen other people or heard other people being in there for like two hours, three hours plus, and I was like, okay, well, let me see if it'll take. Uh, hopefully, it won't take as long, but I, I was in there, in and out. I I was in line for maybe one minute, and it was one person in front of me, and then next thing you know, I was up and I was ready to go. So it was good. Awesome. That's great. And um, the place that I voted for was like two minutes away from my house. So that was even more perfect. Oh, see, that's I just love convenient voting experiences. And and uh, I think that is what we're going to be jump. We're going to have a special edition podcast just to kind of cover it, just to just talk about voting and experiences, um, just because, I mean, everybody's situation is different. And as citizens, everybody should go vote. And we're gonna just talk about voting and maybe talk about the election if it ever gets over. Uh, as of now, it's still pending. But if it ever ends, <laughs> we, we might give you guys the results if you hadn't gotten that yet. But so yes, One definitely come later. back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so definitely tune in uh, next time for our podcast. So I hope you guys got any, uh, it, all the tips that you need to get started with saving, get started with it and don't give up just always reassess and always get started you have another day anytime you wake up and see the next day is another day for a new opportunity to start again so don't fail and have a good day uh keep striving for the for the greatest guys we love you